The Chaotic Goodness Podcast contains adult language, adult situations, adult topics, and is run by childish adults. Listener discretion is advised. Motherfucker. You are listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, an actual play RPG podcast starring Steve as the half-elven sorcerer Zacharias and James as the elven assassin Shendrick. I am Chad and I'm the Dungeon Master. Dungeons and Dragons and Eberron are owned by Wizards of the Coast and are not affiliated with this podcast. Let the chaos begin. attempted to strike a deal with the scion of House Jurasco, known as Belinda de Jurasco. Our protagonists return back to the ship and wait until the next day for her to arrive and they can hand off the magical formula. Okay, so we are going to skip ahead to the next day where everyone is on Hollow Legacy and you are awaiting Belinda de Jurasco because you are going to give her the the uh the magical formula is that right correct okay all right so uh let's see what does the when you guys are in dock what's the morning routine look like bitches be cleaning yeah it's people be holy stone in the deck that too swab the poop deck Arr. we're not pirates i'm new to this whole shit we established how long we've been. Like, like a year at this, okay. right? So you're not new. He's earned his sea legs. His air, his air legs? Air and sea legs. Ship legs? Ship legs. Who knows? Schlegs. I'd say fish legs, but that's a character in How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> the crew is, you know, making sure that the ship is in ship shape. Sure. I hate you. Oh, God. That's a lot so of alliteration. Much. The ship is in ship shape? Airship shape. Uh, no, it's in sea ship shape. I'm not even going to try that. I've been drinking. <clears throat> While he's not looking, I teabag his pillow. Who? The captain? You're going to teabag my pillow? While you're not looking. Why? Because you said airship shape or uh, sea ship shape. Sea ship shape. That's why. Well, it's not airship shape right now. It could be airship shape. Do you want it to be airship shape? Okay, fine. So Shenrik drags his balls on the captain's pillow and you hear. <laughs> Sean, you don't say shit. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate your understanding. This nonsense goes on for a little while, and eventually, somewhere in between breakfast and lunch, uh, you hear calling from the dock. Uh, you hear a, a loud, booming voice yelling, permission to come aboard? I will go see 
who it is. Okay, you look out there and you see there's Belinda DeGerasco dressed in casual, business casual okay. uh, power suit. And uh, she has like a kind of like a small entourage with her, uh, mostly comprised of half orcs and humans. They all are like very large men with weapons. They look like her bodyguards. And it looks like one of the half orcs was the one that shouted. Permission granted. All you bitches are welcome. Hey, girl, come on up. Oh my god. Okay, so they come up the the gangplank and are let on the ship. Belinda is she's looking around at the ship, looking a bit. Um, you know, her face doesn't exactly show excitement to be here. She's kind of like looking around the ship and looks like she's not impressed. And she, you are there waiting to greet her. Okay, she's like, all right. all right, son, let's make this quick. I need to get that formula and get back to business. Of course, but I expect a bomb or Looks at you unimpressed and then she like, without looking, just like snaps her fingers. And then one of the human bodyguards pulls out the tiny little trumpet. Happy now? Happier. Uh, formula is in my Let's go. And so she has one of her people come with her and the rest just hang out there. And they're all just kind of standing in a circle, cautiously eyeing. Yo, Whoa. no! <laughs> I know it. I'm surrounded by Sean's. Keep firing, Sean Holes. <laughs> Sean Hole? So, um, God, fucking hell. All right, so you, you escort her into your quarters. Uh-huh. Uh, so you go in there. Uh, Shenrik, where are you? I'm outside his quarters. I don't want to be in open sight. I'd be kind of trying to keep a low profile, but keeping an eye on the the rest of her entourage so like out of sight just kind of hidden yeah but still with visibility okay definitely not in a barrel but maybe behind some barrels it's not your week in the barrel no okay no, no, no. that's sean's week right <laughs> that's human sean's job on board the ship barrel boy <laughs> i'm gonna write it down first mate slash barrel boy barrel boy it's been written thus it is fact all right, so you walk into your quarters. Your quarters are almost exactly like you left them. And Belinda is behind you, and she's looking a little impatient. Sean, open up. And it just opens up. And, um, yeah, there you go. Stick my arm in, rummage around a little bit. Can you make the noise? And the formula. Thank you, Sean. And it closes. You pulled it out of his storage cyst. I'm assuming the formula is dry. Yes. Okay, good. It's in a case. So when you pull it out, you turn, you look back at Belinda. She has the most disgusted look on her face. No one else on board the ship could do that. Oh. It's, it is efficient. 
and secure. Is the formula wet? No. Okay, good. What kind of monster do you take me for? She looks at the mimic. Yeah, I trained a mimic. That's what kind of monster I am. Can I see the formula? She takes it. She flips through it. Uh, She flips through a couple of pages, reads a little bit, flips through some more, looks at it. She's like, oh, oh, flip, flip. Well, this is very interesting. Flip, flip, flip. Does it explain why there were a bunch of ghouls and zombies in your hospital? She mutters something to the effect of that crazy bastard. And she closes it and hands the uh, formula to her bodyguard and says, it does explain a lot. So I think you have the, my thanks and the thanks of house Jurasco. Okay. That was a very dangerous formula to be out, not in our hands. So once again, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I think our business here is done. So it seems house Jurasco is, uh, so we may owe you a minor boon. Okay. I guess we'll take our leave now. And she looks over at her bodyguard, says, Sean, open the door. If you're looking for work. <laughs> <laughs> I always have room for a Sean on board. It's like the love boat. So this is the Sean boat. <laughs> <laughs> the Sean, Sean boat. boat. What? No, I'm just trying to think the rest of the lyrics. All right. I'm going to come up with some Sean boat lyrics. That's going to happen. All right, well. Mission identified. Now that that interlude's over with. You're welcome for my service. So Belinda and Sean leave your quarters. And if there's nothing further, no other further business you have with her, she gathers up her entourage and they leave your ship. Hooray. Mission accomplished. Yeah, that's much better than getting paid. We didn't die and we don't have House Jurasco after us. So a little while after they leave, you, you turn to go back to whatever it was that you were doing. And you hear from the dock a familiar voice going, Permission to come aboard! New boat, who did? It's Sean! Sean, you're a crew member. You don't need permission. Yes. Okay. Permission granted. Okay. Sean, why don't you just walk up the ramp? No, I'm testing out my new invention. Human Sean, I need you over here with your better than eight strength. So, so he comes out of the barrel and he comes to hold on to the rope. No, he doesn't come out of the barrel. His arms come out of the sides of the barrel. His feet come out of the, the bottom, bottom of the barrel. And his head pops up and the hat, the, the top of the barrel is a hat. I'm not sure how I feel about this. Aroused? doesn't matter how you feel. Do you say aroused? Why not? He did. Mm-mm, no. You don't feel aroused? I'm not a barrel sexual. Hey, cool question for you. You're in a room with a hundred dicks. How many are you gagging on? Is that an existential question? <laughs> no. There's a, you're in a room. There's a hundred dicks around you. How many are you gagging on? None of them. Must be a professional. Did you learn that joke in the army? Yes, I did. Yeah, I figured you did. Sounds like an army joke. Yeah, it does. I walked right into that. I walked right into that like a wall of dicks. Yeah, you did. All right. So Sean holds on to the uh, rope while Sean, uh, well, goes across the gangplank and it looks like he's got like these weird kind of boots on that have wheels on the bottom. And there's smoke coming out of him, and he's coming up to the ship really fast. I'm going to take a healthy step Yeah, I need you to give me a a dexterity save. Me too, or just him? Uh, You were out of sight, weren't you? Is he coming up right after they leave? No, not right after, a little bit after. Oh, if they left, I would have come out. Can I make an acrobatics check instead? Mm, No, this is a saving throw. 18. 21. 
you both managed to avoid the no the goblin who was rocketing into the ship and crashes into one of the Sean's. Well, which Sean? It doesn't matter. I mean, it does kind of. They're not the same person, you goddamn heathen. The Sean with a U. It doesn't narrow it down too much. There's three of those. Yeah, well, well, two, well, if you eliminate the mimic. One. Oh, that actually works. Yeah. Because Goblin Sean has a U. He's the one going up. Sean the human does not have a U. Sean the mimic has a U. Sean the dwarf has a U. Therefore, he Sean runs into Sean the dwarf. I feel like we just solved like one of those Einstein riddle problems, but yeah, you know, yeah. in D and D, I'm nowhere near as much brain power needed. You go on feeling that, I guess. All right, so it, it's it's a cerebral game, really. Sure. It, it exists up here in the mind. Reality is just a trick. All right, so your looks like your your goblin crewmate is now on the ship, and. A disturbing amount of smoke is starting to rise from him, but he he quickly recovers, gets up. He's like, Captain, Captain, I got to tell you something. And he stands up and he's starting to like, he's really on unsteady on those wheels, on his boots, wherever the fuck those are. And he's like trying to keep his balance. He's like, come here real quick. The you grab, he's like, yeah, thank you. Okay. You hold him up. He's like, I think I found a job for us. Does it pay? Yes. We'll take it. Okay, good. What 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 are the details? It's a delivery job. Where? Okay, so you need to meet with the guy. What is the guy's name? You tell me. Hopan. Hopan? Hopan. Hopan? What the? Hopan. I'm portmanteauing the fuck out of words I see. All right. Hot oh. pants, Hopan. There you Ho-pan. go. Hopan. So Hopan. Oh. Okay. What is Hopan? What race? Oh, I don't know. Uh... uh Fucking half orc. Hopan Hopan the half orc. Have we heard of Hopan the half orc before? No. Okay. But apparently he's looking for a crew to make a delivery for him, and he is staying at the 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 screeching pterodactyl. That's a terrible name for an inn. I didn't pick it. I feel like you did. How did you meet Hopan? I didn't meet him. It was word on the street. What else do you know? So apparently the job is needs to be on the, the down low because the cargo's illegal. Where? What? Where? Where what? Where is it illegal? Where where is it illegal? Yeah, like is it illegal here but not illegal where we're taking it? Is it legal here but illegal where we're taking it? Is no, it no, legal no, everywhere? it's illegal in Galifar everywhere. Oh. This continent. That's always a bad sign. I don't know about Zendrick. I mean, it might be legal there. I mean, everything's legal in Zendrick. I mean, yeah, there's not a whole lot of laws there. What happens in Zendrick stays in Zendrick. Well, mostly because you die in the forest. Obviously. Jungle. Jungle, yes. Whatever. The wildlands. Whatever it is. Says it pays real good for a fast ship. Sean? Yeah? You're the smartest goblin I know. That's not saying much. I know. Do you really think this is a good idea? I mean, we need a job. We have a ship. It's a cargo delivery, and our ship can fly. Is the cargo alive or not? I don't know. All I know is it's illegal cargo. You need to talk to Hopan. Look, the worst, you, all you can, you go meet with the guy, and then you decide whether or not you want to take the job. He's got a point. We can still say no. Do we know the reputation of Hopan? We've never heard of Hopan before. 
So there's no promise that he won't kill us for listening to the job and then say no. That's why I'm bringing an assassin with me. God damn it. Fine, we'll go listen to this whole pan fuck. Okay, so I guess you two are going to go. I'm going to stay on the ship because I think I'm on fire right now. Somebody throw a bucket of water on Sean. He gets Sean's throwing water at Sean's. (laughs) There we go. Sean spray Sean with the Sean bucket. Take those boots off. They're a danger to everybody around you. I, I, I guess I just, I need to recalibrate these a bit. I have faith in you, Sean. Thank you. Where did you, f- did you f- make those? Yes. I invented these. Do you have a name for them? Yes. Is it rocket boots? No, that's kind of dumb. Good. What are they called? Rocket rollers. I think I use too much gunpowder. Probably. Go help Shauna peel potatoes. I would, but I think the skin of my feet is starting to melt into these boots. Could you please let me go? Oh, yes. Thank you. Take the boots off, then go peel potatoes. Yeah, he peels off the boots, and he walks gingerly below decks. Hey, Sean, you should go talk to Sean about those feet. Jean. Yes, Sean. Not Sean, Jean. We may need to hire some some new names around here. That elven dialect is really confusing. Ow! Ow! Ooh, ow! Ow! All right. Let's go meet with Hopan. Oh! Suck it up, Buttercup! Suck this! Hopan? Hopan! 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 Where's the tavern you need to go to? The Screeching Pterodactyl. Yes. Petrodactyl. Good job. No, pterodactyl. Yeah, the P is silent. Which is why you never hear them in the bathroom. Hmm. Mm. Fuck! Steve, you're at disadvantage till I, like, you know, (laughs) change my fucking mind. All right, so you guys go to the Screeching Pterodactyl. So no shit there I was. Three drinks deep in the Screeching Pterodactyl when Hopan walked in. You you know, you guys just walked to the tavern. Oh, okay. uh, Fortunately, it's close to the docks. It's got the the big sign of a, you know, large dinosaur, flying dinosaur with its mouth wide open with like screech lines coming out of it. So you guys walk in and is this a, I mean, it's a dockside bar. So is it kind of like, you know, moderate kind of bar or is this like an absolute shit dive? A couple steps above an absolute shit dive. It's a little divey. It's got the it's got the Eberron equivalent of, you know, a lot of big televisions showing three different sports games. Half-ass okay. staff, mediocre food, ambiance is decent. Oh, High wall beer. booths yeah. so you can have private conversations. Warm beer, cold women. Yeah. There you go. All right. Okay, so you go walking in there and you see there's the the illusionary displays of various kind of things going on in the country and uh, there's a bartender there and various patrons. It's about midday. So it's not really full, but there's a couple of people that are here kind of like just getting die lunch fans of the bar. Yeah. Diehard fans and people who are like nearby and, and are on their just lunch wanted food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just wanted food. And the, the food just looks like some kind of like stew. Seafood stew. All right. What are you doing? Uh, okay. How many half orcs in the bar when we walk in? Give me a perception check. 
No, fuck you. Damn, that's a shitty roll. Yeah, that's a six. What does a half orc look like again? Uh, tall, greenish. Uh, you're not sure. What'd you get, James? Seventeen. Seventeen. You find a half orc sitting in a booth. Looks like he's nursing a tall wooden mug of beer, and he looks like he's picking at some uh, like a selection of of vegetables and cheeses. Fancy half orc. Fancy half orc. I want to wander over that way and sit down at the table across from him. All right. So, James, what kind of personality does this orc have? Describe him for me. Hmm. Or her. Or they. Her. Hopan is a her. Hopan, the the female half-orc. It doesn't matter what her gender is. She is stout like a motherfucker. Her hands look like they've been working nonstop since she was like four years old. All right? They're calloused. They're huge. They're strong. You know, like she picks up the mug and you're afraid she's going to break the mug. That type of work ethic in her hands. Okay. Um, She is socially awkward because everyone's always been scared of her based off her size for a female that people don't know how to interact with her. Mm. And um, she doesn't know how to make good jokes, but she thinks they're hilarious. So you approach her. Hopan. She looks over at you. Is like, yes. And you are. Shendrick. Shendrick. Hello. Hear about a job. Oh, you're here about the, the, the thing. Yes. yes. Yes, please sit. I'm going to wave. Sit down. To my I'll good go friend. Sit in next Oh, you, you have a friend. There's two of us. Oh, oh God. There, there's two of you, and here I am in the middle. Uh, I'll sit on the outside. I'll I feel like outside. I'm being tag teamed. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you play your cards right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Yes. So you're here about the job. Yes. Good. Uh, so I am looking for, uh, somebody who, who can transport some cargo for me very quickly. Is it alive? No, 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 no. It's, it's not alive. It's just a large container. Um, and, and we need somebody who can transport it to Thrain without any like legal entanglements. That's your world of expertise, not mine. Uh, what do I know about Thrain? So Thrain is a country in Galifar. They are most known for being extremely religious as a people. They worship the silver flame. That is the official religion of the country. And the silver flame is very against shapeshifters. Yes, extru- they 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 are the silver flame church actually is responsible for the reason why there are no lycanthropes in Eberron. Also, not too friendly with shifters. But you know, uh, I mean, the typical Thrainish person is devout, but you know, a hard worker. Uh, Good Catholic boy. More or less. Okay. Yeah. And Thrain was the enemy of Arendare in the, uh, in the last war. Well, I mean, they were all enemies, but, but there were some things, you know, Arendare actually managed to annex some land from Thrain. The Eldine reaches uh, declared independence from Thrain and became its own country. Uh, thanks to the Treaty of Thronehold, and the Thranish are 
um, kind of, they're very upset about that and they want their land back. R and R actually managed to annex some really prime farmland from Thrain. It's not an easy way to ask. What kind of cargo is it that we're? I've been told that it's not legal. The proper term is extra legal. Right. She she looks around, makes sure that you guys aren't listening. She motions for you guys to to lean in closer. She goes so. The shipment is, uh, it's for the ambassador of Thrain to Arendair, and she has certain appetites. So this the the cargo is a very large shipment because she, she she's throwing up a large party soon, and, and it's a shipment of dream dust. Uh, a, a very it's a new kind of potent narcotic. What are you paying? Oh, what what what, what are we paying? Yeah. Yes. Oh, we're gonna pay you in in gold, obviously. Obviously, in gold. Right. That's the type yes. of currency. Yes, yes. How uh, much of the currency? Uh, pay three hundred uh, gold galifars. Three hundred gold to smuggle a new, high end, grossly illegal, mind altering substance across enemy lines. Into a religious, a fundamentally religious uh, uh, province, country. country. Well, would you guys like to negotiate? Yes. Increase in price. All right. So whoever is the negotiator, give me a persuasion roll. I only have deception performance, so I'll help you however I can. I got an eighteen on my roll. Well, good. Okay. Can I give him? Although, a, am I still? I, it? You don't need to. Okay. She's like, uh, you you talk her up to f- you talk her up to five hundred gold, and a a suit of mithril chainmail. Ooh, fancy! Neither one of us can wear that. No, I don't. I don't think I come. There's an assassin Mith- or a thief. Mithril, mithril, mithril chainmail comes as light armor. Can I see the suit of mithril armor? Just to make sure that it exists. Sounds like you don't trust me. I don't trust many people. That's why I'm here now. Uh, uh, let's see. Will you... Will, will you accept an image? Hello, listeners, and welcome once again to the mid-roll. I'm Chad, your dungeon master, and I, I never really feel like I have a whole lot to say at these things. So I decided to share some cool information with you all. Uh, I have our podcast hooked up to Chartable.com. And once a week, it gives me updates on information like downloads, reach, uh, which episodes are the popular ones, so on and so forth. And it also tells me like in different countries like where we rank on their in, in their uh, different podcast categories, and apparently the Chaotic Goodness podcast, as of this week, is number thirty six in Kenya. I think that's our that's our highest rating this week. So, if you're listening to us from Kenya, good on you. Thank you so much. I, I guess you know fifty two million people can't be wrong. So, yeah, we are number 36 in the category for hobbies 
in Kenya, and number 220 uh, in the leisure uh, category, also in Kenya. So that's if that if that's not worth, you know, going to our Patreon and becoming a member, I, I honestly don't know what is. Uh, so once again, thank you, Kenya. Uh, next time, uh, you know, maybe we'll see if that changes. I don't know. Maybe we get a little little competition between Kenya and oh, Chad. That'd be interesting, huh? All right, well, back to the show. Yeah. She wiggles her fingers at the table, and in the middle of it, it looks like a, a an illusionary picture of a suit of mithril chainmail. A mithril chain shirt just appears in front of you. It says, it's right there. It's kind of where the cargo is. And we'll deliver it with the cargo. And then upon delivery, you will receive the gold. Okay. Yeah, that sounds acceptable. Excellent. For terms. Um, where do we pick? Uh, well, you're delivering the cargo. Never mind. Yes. You tell me where your ship is in the docks and we will deliver it to you before... Uh, you know, before, before the sixth bell All right. and, uh, you need to deliver it by, let's see here. So going from here to Thrain, So you would need to deliver it by, uh, well, you know, within about 48 hours, which via airship, you could get there. Okay. Not that bad. And then we'll have. Once you receive the cargo, we'll give you the address of the ambassador's manor, which you would have to deliver yourself. Okay. That should be doable. And we will send word ahead, and the ambassador will give you your payment. Okay. Excellent. Wonderful. So I'm glad that we were able to to come to an agreement. Maybe we should drink on this. We absolutely should. And so she motions for the the barmaid to to bring some drinks over and so you both get a mug of ale oh i wait the barmaid before she comes uh coffee if you could please elvish coffee sure all right with extra whiskey no whiskey what no elvish coffee just coffee oh just coffee okay all right so she looks at the bartender and says i'm gonna need a mug of ale and a mug of the weak stuff And you get your ale and coffee. Really? Shendrick doesn't drink. Oh, okay. He hasn't drunk yet. Mm. So you're, you're playing the exact opposite of the player. I, yes. I, I like that. See? Okay. I'm trying to. Because you've trying. already had about like six drinks at this point. I've had three. Well, three me drinks. Three doubles is what you've had. <laughs> anyway, Touche. So the drinks come and uh, Hopan lifts up her mug. Says, all right, it's a deal. Prost. And then you Sancho. prost and drink on it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, that's good. It's good ale. It's really not. I'm aware. So, Hopan, what are you doing after this? What? 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 <laughs> Nothing. Just 
wondering if you wanted to go get a bite to eat somewhere or something. I'm already eating. Or maybe a massage somewhere. No, why would I? What? <laughs> you look tense. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. I'm not very good with social interaction. Allow me to alleviate that stress. No, it's okay. Me and my therapist are working on that. Okay, I'm just okay. saying. These fingers are magic. Are you a wizard? After a fashion. I see. Well, anyway, I have to go ahead and, and get the cargo onto your ship. So you tell her where yeah, your ship is docked. Legacy. Okay. All right. Should be there in a few hours. Excellent. Okay. And she uh, finishes her drink in about two more gigantic swallows, excuses herself, and takes her leave. I'm going to have another courtesy drink. While she's there, but it once is she, really not once good. Once she's gone, I'm just leaving it. Yeah, you're you're kind of wondering what kind of water they use to brew the beer here. Might be sewage. You're not sure. The coffee tastes like butt, so it's a distinct possibility. It could be. You know what? They could probably be using the seawater mm. without any distillation. Yeah, or desalinization. desalination. That could be it. That could be it. That could be it. Bastard. Why it's so cheap? Gritty. This really Gritty. salty that beer. Is, that is the defining characteristic of this particular ale. Grit. That's what it's called. The coffee, too. Yeah. Oh, good. It's called grit wit. It's, bum, like, bum, bum. it's like wheat and seawater. Grit wit. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> You gave this to children, right? It's a gritty wit beer. <laughs> you give this to children. Only the children you don't like. Grittavison. You give it to all of them. The ones Grittavison. that are strong. <laughs> Only the strong will survive. It's called Nastavison. All right. <laughs> if they die, they die. It's very Spartan. Drink this. If you survive, you will be a spot. Survival of the fittest. All right. So you guys have a few hours till the the cargo gets delivered to your ship. Is there anything in particular that you're doing or should we jump ahead to the delivery? I mean, I'm going to find a good meal. You're not, you're not going to find it here. Not like not, not in this bar or not in this city, not in this particular tavern. Well, yeah, okay. but I have some time to find one somewhere yeah, else. You do, yes. Okay, you do. Find a good meal. Okay, and then I will be back to the ship in time for the delivery. Okay, All I'm right. going to head back to the ship. All right, you head back to the ship. You go find a meal, nice hot meal. If you're going to stay by the docks, it's going to be seafood, pretty good. Yeah. And then you get back to the ship, and eventually you get. Uh, so it looks like uh, you get visited by a number. I mean, it's you know, human dock workers and they are delivering a very, it's not like super big. It's not like, you know, enormous, but it is one singular crate. Sizable. It's sizable. sizable. It's about three feet by three feet by okay. three feet okay. of a crate that is being delivered to your ship. And, uh, you know, um, Hopan is there with the delivery and you are signing to take the cargo. And she says, like, okay, so this is some pretty potent stuff. So you want to put it 
where it's not going to like be jostled or, or anything like that. If you experience any rough seas or anything like that, Sean eat this. I think it's too big to fit in his mouth. That is the problem with, with Sean is that limited. Don't you have that like floating disc spell or something? No. Damn it. But, but we shouldn't have to worry about rough seas or turbulence. Why? Uh, well, seas, I think, is obvious. Turbulence may be an issue, but I think we can we can figure that one out. Just put it cargo midships so that regardless of which way we rock, it stays, you know, about the same. So, so you order to have the, the cargo secured in the cargo hold. Yes. Okay. All right. They tie it down. No. They're going to tie it up. It's going to be suspended from the ceiling and from the bottom so that it's basically a floating cube in the middle of the cargo hold. So that whatever way the ship rocks, the rope's going to let it give and swing so it won't break open and allow this fucking mind-altering substance free upon the crew. It's not a crate of nitroglycerin. No, it's a crate of fucking powdered shrooms and LSD. No, baby. No. Dream dust. Mixed with speed. Who knows? We might find out. So it's it's very well secured. So it, if it's jostled and stuff. <laughs> shucked. Shucked tape because we're on a ship. Oh, not in space. If you can't shuck it, fuck it. <sighs> All right. So cargo secured. You take control of the cargo. They leave. You have an address where you need to deliver the cargo to. Did we name the air elemental? I think you did. James, I love you. I don't know that that I've ever said that like out loud before. (laughs) Crap, I fucked it up. What'd you fuck up? What'd you do? Okay. Oh, shit. Um, Do we have to redo this whole last session? No. No, 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 no. Okay. So so you're delivering it to the Thrainish ambassador, who is the ambassador to Thrain. Oh. And you are delivering it to Arndare. Oh, okay. Yes. The queen's ambassador to Thrain, and you are delivering it to Arndare. And the city you're going to is Fairhaven, which is the capital of Arndare. Arndare? Yeah, Arndare. How do I spell that? A-U-R-A-N-D-A-I-R. A-U-R-A-N? A-U-R-A-N-D-A-I-R. Arndare. Arndare. That is where your captain is from. Okay. So we're bringing this fucking psychedelic shroom dust to the ambassador to Thrain in Arendare. Yes. All right. All right. Sounds super exciting. Arendare. Yes, Arendare. There's no R. Yeah, Arendare. But A-U-N. I'm from the south. I put R's everywhere. He's not wrong. He is from the south. He Except does for play. ambulance, obviously. Rambulance. 
Ambulance. I'm the motherfucking dungeon master. I'll pronounce anything how I want. So, yes. So, you're going. That's the country you're going to. There we go. Fuck. Okay. No, this is fine. Yeah. I'm it's sure not, it's fine. It's, I feel like it's not fine. About. So, so I'm from on there, and the ship is also from on there, and I stole it from on there. Can we paint it so they don't realize it's from on there? It might take some time. We have 48 hours? Yeah. How much Everyone's time? working overtime. How much time to paint? And can we paint it and fly at the same time? I'm pretty sure you can. I mean, if you're fucking crazy. I believe fucking crazy is my middle name. Okay. Do we have time to paint it without flying and get to on there in the time frame that we have? We're going to fly, but can we paint it, then take off, and get there on time? Or do we have to paint it while we're moving? If we used you could you could probably you'd probably have to do both start in dock and then as you're flying finish the bottom. Sean, out of your barrel. We need your hands on deck. Are you on the ship? Yes. Okay. And oh, human Sean. Human Sean. Okay. So barrel he Sean. Pops out of the barrel and wipes his mouth. Yes, Captain. All right. We need paint. All the paint. What All color? Doesn't matter. Any color except for the color that we that our ship currently is. Okay. What color is the ship currently? Wood. 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 <laughs> Get every color but wood. Get blue, green, orange, red, yellow, purple, azul, neon pink. Do not get neon pink. In fact, don't listen to Shandry. Just all get the green. neon pink. Just green? Just green. Yes, Captain. And he runs off the ship. The fuck, man? What? What do you have against neon pink? It stands out. The best way to remain unseen is to look like you're trying to draw attention to yourself. That's a simple deception tactic, and a moron would know that. What Clearly, the fuck? You don't Even, know a goddamn thing. The hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Yes, obviously, because I'm not a moron. No, no, no. It's from this. It's from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. If you paint something bright pink, it becomes somebody else's problem, and people automatically ignore it. Actually, all righty. So the the cargo gets on board. Uh, Sean arrives with a big old wagon full of paint. It's put on your tab. And you order the crew to start painting the ship green. Yes. Okay. So they start a painting. Like just the outer hull or the entire outside of the ship? Like uh, deck and everything. I don't think I want to live aboard a pool table. So just... Well, the deck isn't really... Like most ships have a wooden deck, right? Yeah. So I think we'd be okay leaving the deck wood right. color. But let's definitely paint the outside green. Green. Right. So as you guys are as you are shouting orders to paint the outer hull of the ship, 
Sean, you know, you're yelling at everybody in the Which ship. Which one? The Goblin Sean. Okay. He, he gets all excited. He's like, Captain, Captain, this is a good opportunity for me to try out my new paint gun. No. What? What? How confident are you it'll work, Sean? It will totally work. How I've tested confident? it. Where? What? I've tested it on Hutch. 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 <laughs> Hutch comes above decks. What color is Hutch? He's blue. <laughs> hey, and dripping. How effective at painting would you say Sean's paint gun is? He looks down at himself. He looks up at you. I wasn't this color this morning. Goblin Sean, I say go. Go use, aye, your, aye. use your crazy paint gun, you wild lunatic! So you he pulls so like he he like it's weird because like he reaches behind his his uh, his uh, trench coat and he pulls out like this big long stick, like he was expecting this this big long metal rod with like a flared end at one end, like and, a like, vacuum cleaner. Kind of, I you're not entirely. Well, what's a fucking vacuum cleaner? And, and like the end is like, it's like wood and metal kind of like mixed together and it's got tubes and, and he attaches it to the backpack that he always wears. And he's like, all right, Hutch, fill me up with paint. Hutch puts a funnel in Sean's mouth. Like, no, no, no. The backpack. He's like, oh, well you should specify. So he puts the funnel in the backpack and he starts pouring a couple of cans of paint into the backpack until it's full. And then he closes the backpack and Sean's like, all right, stand back. Watch this. And he like revs the damn thing up and it like starts to, you know, putter. Sputter. The sand, whatever the hell that sound the, is. Like a Model T. Something like that. Yes. Yeah, something like that. And, and there's like a weird sucking sound involved too. Just like that. Yes, thanks for the foley work there, Steve. That's and, what you're here for. And and so he points it down at the deck. No. Uh, what? Just just oh, just the, the outside. Oh, oh, okay. What room did you paint uh, Hutch in? Yeah, uh, I'm having a hard time hearing you, Captain Hutch. Hold me over the side so I can shoot the side of the ship. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to find which room is. Blue. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So, so. Uh, <laughs> Zacharias goes below decks. Shendrick, you're watching this. Hutch is just holding the goblin over the side of the ship, and he's just boom. <laughs> he has a shotgun of paint, and like it's working. It's like really green wherever it like goes. Good work, Sean. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Taste my green fury. I hope you're proud of yourself. I am a little bit. Do I find the blue room? Yes, it is a uh, sick bay. So like one entire wall is blue, but there's like a warforged size shape, like in the middle of the wall. A lovely silhouette. Like Hiroshima. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. Uh, who's the surgeon? 
Uh, that'd be sh- uh, Jean? Jean, no Jean. Jean is the surgeon. Does Jean look pissed off about the blue? Yes, he also looks blue. What? How? I'm gonna kill that goblin. Please wait until he's done painting the ship with his paint gun. Okay. And after he's cleaned your wall off. I'm not going to let him use his turpentine gun. He has he has a turpentine gun? I imagine he could repurpose the paint gun. That's frightening. I'd like to repurpose his kidneys. I think some crew members might need some new ones at this point. I didn't think the paint was that toxic. Hmm. You're not blue. Good point. Uh, you ever been blued by a goblin? No. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Do what you can for the crew member's kidneys. I will make sure Goblin Sean takes care of your blued wall. Mm. Carefully. Aye, aye, Captain. Uh, So on the plus side, though, Sean's work is actually going to get you guys done a lot sooner. All right. I'm going to go up to the uh, navigation steering wheel area. I'm going to stomp my foot twice on the deck and go. Convert to air mode. It's the name of the air So, yeah. So the ship levitates and then, uh, you know, different things like the skiffs kind of retract and the ring surrounding the ship uh, becomes a lot bigger as you guys start to lift up into the sky. Hashtag fancy. Secure safety lines. So the crew starts doing that. Sean is screaming because all of a sudden you're like 50 feet above the ground. Sean, you'll be fine. Keep keep shooting. <laughs> I'm scared of heights. Don't be. You'll be fine. I hate this. Listen. Why does this ship have to do this? We've tied your feet to Sean's ha- or uh, Hutch's hands. You'll be fine. <laughs> Hutch, don't say a goddamn Just, word. Actually, I mean, it's a thorn. <laughs> All right, and so the ship ascends into the sky, and you point the ship towards Ondare. Yep. All right, and, and we will. We that's right, up, up, and away, Whoa. and we will pick it up again uh, in Ondare. 